Welcome to episode 32 of Australian Design Radio to provide Australia and the world with conversations and commentary on Australian design. I'm Flynn and with me as always is Matt. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning if you're listening to it in the morning. <laughs> Apparently a lot of people listen in the morning. Really? Yeah. Seven. Where do you get Seven. your statistics from? <laughs> statistics so I don't have access to that kind of information. Told Someone told me. Um, We've got a special guest. Yeah, well, it's not so special. They're all special. What do you mean? Yeah. Is, you so must say that. He, no, he is very special. Chris Doyle Hello. is here with us. Uh, and yes, before everyone tweets, yes, we have had him on the show before. <laughs> we have had him and he was good. Episode two. Not number one. Always a bridesmaid. Yep. <laughs> I think um, it was, there's a bunch has happened in your life. Yes. Recently. Yeah. Um, 32 other podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> how often do you measure your life in how many podcasts we've done? All the time. That's how yeah. I measure everything. Podcasts. Yeah. We've always talked about having people back on. Yeah, I think it's great. Because yeah. I think it's an important thing to, to kind of keep keep seeing what, what people are doing and how people are growing. And, and definitely your studio has been growing yeah. a lot. It yeah, it like. has. Yeah. It's, um, I want to say congratulations as well. We were, we were kind of looking at the list of episodes the other day at work. I was like, they haven't done that many episodes. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, you're making those. <laughs> like, yeah, not, no, not, not that I didn't believe it, just that I'd lost track of it. And it's, you know, it's, it's an amazing It was a little thing, bit so like that for us. It was like the end going. of the year. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Chugging along. Chugging yeah. Along. Chugging I think at the end of the year, done. we were like, oh, how many have we done? We're like, wow, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. You know, it's a lot. And I think it's, I think, mm. you know, as I said to you guys today, it's, you, you're the only ones doing it in Australia. And I think it's, I think it's great. So you should be patting yourselves on the podcast back. I would if I could, but the good thing about having a co-host is we can pat each other on the back. That's true. A little good. bit weird. Do that when That's I'm not here. Weird, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a lot has been happening. I'm trying to think. How? What is that period? So, when when was episode two? This Ooh. time last year. Is it a year this ago? Time, yeah, yeah almost, nearly, almost, almost exactly a year ago, actually. Yeah, right. So, mate, hey, yeah. you know what? This is an annual thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost within within probably a week or so. Yeah. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um yeah, what's happening? I moved offices in that time, I think. Yeah. I think I was mm-hmm. in uh, Camperdown last time. Yeah, I almost yep. uh put the Camperdown address in the Uber on the way when we came oh, to see you today. Yeah. 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 So look, we yeah, we we had a we've had a really interesting change. We moved into a studio um with into a, I guess into another share space which is a bit bigger but I needed a little more space and kind of grew out of where we were um, with um, Ian Haig who runs Ketchup Partners who I'm sure who's been on the podcast know, as well been on the podcast as yeah. well very good friend of mine friend of yours everybody's friend really in some ways he's a friendly um, guy friendly guy you, friendly giant you described him a certain way today a, a generous <laughs> Generous freak, I yeah. think you described him as. <laughs> but I can't remember the context now. I, well, because he, he put together a very impressive little did, piece of kind of code and visual, which is which is going to make for terrible radio. But needless <laughs> to say, it looked good. But the freak bit was, I can't really figure out why. Because we didn't, we couldn't work out. I know what, how I, he did I it. I said he was a freak because he was so technically clever. Yeah. And you said he's also, he's also generous. And then we summed it up with he's a generous, generous freak. freak, which I think he's going to put on his business card from now on. <laughs> he's going to enjoy this episode. Um, <laughs> so I moved into an office with Ian, which is amazing. Ian's kind of a, a very, very good friend of mine. And we used to work together at Moon years and years ago. And it's amazing just to be back in the same space. Not, not you know, I mean, just because we're good friends, but also because to watch Ian work is, a, is a, an astounding thing. He's one right. of the yeah. smartest, cleverest people I think I've ever met and probably will ever meet. Um and very, very nice. You know, it's, a, it's an incredible combination. So, in there with him um, and I guess our team and a, a digital agency called Frank Digital, great bunch of guys yep. and an interior architecture firm, which feels like an unusual mix, but 
Um, but again, amazing, amazing uh, team of girls working there. And that company called Tom Mark Henry as well. And yeah, it's been good. And you know, we've hired. I guess we've got kind of where we're sort of triple the size we were than, than when I started. I know it's huge. It's a massive <laughs> growth. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and I also kind of just celebrated three years of of, of having run a business. So three yep. years of the studio. So which has flown by. So. Yeah. yeah, it has. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, I've always been kind of engaged with you during the process if yeah. you're trying to find new new talent mm. as well, like trying to look for new people. And it's not something you take lightly no. at all. No. I was just wondering if at the, jo- the top of the job description, you just put Gabby's website and just say, <laughs> just do better than this. <laughs> yeah, just do- hunt Gabby down, observe her. And, yeah. <laughs> Beat this. <laughs> <laughs> I had a guy email me the other day actually from England. He was like, I don't know who Gabby is, but she's obviously very good. What else do you look for other than someone that's like Gabby? That was, the, that was literally the email that's I got. Fine. <laughs> that was fine. It was actually fine. It Hired. Was, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, look, I, it is a, I find it to be a really tricky process. I guess a small business hiring is really tricky because you don't have the kind of, um, to be brutally honest, you don't have the salaries or the kind of setups that bigger agencies have. So it makes it, it's, it's trickier from mine, but I also am really, really picky, as you guys know. Um, and I guess it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard finding the right person. It's hard finding the right skill set. And then culturally, it is, you know, that's probably the bigger challenge for me. You find some people that can do the job, but culturally it needs to be the right fit, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're very small. It's, it's, a, it's an intimate studio set up. It's, you know, it's, I always talk about people sort of going, yeah, well, you don't need to be best friends with the people. And I say, no, you don't, but you need to sit opposite <laughs> them. And, and, you know, you yeah, need to. You five need to, days a week. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't have a. You know, you don't have a tense conversation with someone to go and sit across the room like you do in a big studio. You know, there needs to be, I think there needs to be a decent amount of kind of personal connection, you know, between mm-hmm. the teams. So, um, yeah, so I hired a girl called Josie um, who's, who's fantastic last uh, probably four or five weeks ago now out of Wollongong Uni. Um, and then another guy, Stephen, who starts on Monday next week. So, it's good. Shout out to the crew. Shout out to the yeah. crew. What <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it's it's good. I mean, the hiring process is just absurd, though. The the, the applications that you get and the kind of emails you get from people. Like I had people. This is going to sound mean if any of them are listening, but I, I advertised on social media mostly, and I had people kind of sending me their Behance links as applications within the comments wow. made on my Instagram. Yeah. Oh, like in less than one hundred and forty characters. Yeah, here it is. If you want to get in touch, hey mate, I'm check pretty, out my Behance. Hey mate, I'm pretty good. You know, I had I advertised for a, a junior designer with one to two years experience and I had a guy say, I'm seven years. And I was like, okay. I'm not sure you want me, what you want me to say. Like, it's, 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 it's interesting. I don't know whether it's kind of people are really keen, really right. keen at the moment or there's – I don't know. It's, you get some very unusual requests I yeah. think, uh, to those kind of things. A lot of – interestingly, and, and, and again, this is not a criticism necessarily, but I had people saying, do you need to be in Australia? Which I, you know, after getting over the kind of frustration, I'm like, yes, you need to be in Australia. I kind of thought, this is a reasonable question from somebody saying, yeah. you're looking for someone on a long-term contract. Do they need to be in the same country as you? And yeah, they do. Of course they do for me. But isn't fair, that- it's, it's a fair question. It's a fair yeah. question these days, right? So, 37 so yeah. signals have ruined us all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> people exactly. all around the world. Yeah, but I still can't watch a Comedy Central video, can I? No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get a VPN, man. Yeah, yeah. VPN. Um, <laughs> so you, why so why a shared space though rather than going getting your own? Uh, two reasons: your own space is more expensive. You know, <laughs> as simple as that. It's, 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 there's no real way around that. You can unless they're very small. Um, and I also I just really love the interactivity. I mean, you yeah. guys saw today the crossover between 
kind of my business and, and Ian's business and how we kind of work together. And, and it's obviously got to be the right, right mix of people and the right kind of attitudes. And, and I work with the digital guys in there. So like Frank are uh, kind of the digital guys that I partner with on, on, on big digital projects as well. So, you know, and, and, and they, they have in the, I've only been there probably eight months or maybe six months. And I have, I've kind of been brought into loads of brand work they're doing as well. So I think that, I think that, and I think that's true of share spaces all over the world. Is that people kind of bounce off each other and help each other and collaborate, and provided no one's kind of underhanded about it or everyone's got the best intentions. Yep. I think it can be really mutually beneficial. You know. Do you think the same thing would work if it was like three brand design companies? No, I don't think it would. Absolutely not. And and mm. and actually, Ian and I talked about when we were talking about moving into the space. We had just settled on a space in Camperdown that's um. That we liked. It was just us. It was just Ian and I, as in mm. these two companies, and it was an empty room, and we were going to fit it out, and it was it was great. But it was um, it was yeah, we definitely have to get some people in there to help pay rent and all that kind of stuff. And we ended up being in with Frank, and we, but we when we were talking about yeah, who would we get in? We talked about um, I guess getting designers in versus getting motion designers and all that kind of stuff. And I, to to be really honest, I, I would it's tricky to get people in who do exactly what you do yeah. at the level that you do it at the size mm. that you do it because I think there's I don't know. It's not. I mean, not that you're going to kind of be, you know, covering up your work and chasing each other's business. Again, I don't think unless people were jerks, it's not going to happen. But you're essentially very much in the same space, you know, and it's not a huge yeah. scene. Yeah. You would, at one point or another, I imagine, compete for the same business, you know, yeah. or, or pitch against things if that's your thing. Um, or even, you know, someone could be working on Telstra and Elon's working on Optus absolute, as well. And absolutely. Thinking, Whoa, absolutely. That, that, yeah, even so. that sort of stuff of just being exposed to things that you're not meant to in competing client world is, is yeah. Would be a thing, so so I think it would be trickier. Is the answer, mm. and I kind of like that. It's a it's a. I feel like we've got a good mix, you know. I feel like we kind of we do brand and design, and Ian does motion and animation and video, and Frank guys do digital, and the girls do interior. So I mean, I'm working with Frank on digital, Ian on a motion job next week, and I'm working on an identity job for the girls on a re- on a restaurant. So mm. you know, I, it sounds like I'm getting the best of all of it, basically. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but no, it is. The interiors are unlikely to work with the digital, right? Yeah. Chris, Chris, <laughs> the manipulator. Later. Yeah, <laughs> you will I just all go and lean on people's desks. You work for me. <laughs> What's on? <laughs> Swirling the cup around. <laughs> I want to talk about the brand. Which your brand? Yeah, man, so excited about this. <laughs> so not in detail. Like, I think you know. I think, I think we need to do a disclosure. Well, the we? I love the irony of this straight away is that we're talking in in words about something that is ultimately visual, right? Yeah. Like, but how so, can you do that, Chris? Well, how can you crack well, that egg? Interestingly, you ask. Um, <laughs> oh, look, it's. <laughs> I know I'm not talking about like any kind of detail about anything that we saw today, which I'm very excited about. Sure. I think I think we need to give the preamble about okay. why. Yeah. All right, Matt. Go for it. So, really, a really cheeky way for Chris to basically get back on the podcast was to right. offer to help us with branding, I guess. Mm. Um, and so, that's what we saw today. Hang on, what? what did <laughs> I didn't try and get back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you, you could have just asked and we would have yeah, just okay. let you on. Yeah. But- yeah, well, you could have just asked and I would have done your brand. <laughs> yeah, this is over. Kind of just, didn't I, I, I think so. It's vague. So, a bit of backstory is that Chris has been working quite some time on a bit of an identity <laughs> four <Right>. years now <laughs> <laughs> no it's no look it's been months you know yeah and i think um 
oh, as I said to you guys today, it's it's it was really hard, you know. Like, and I have no kind of, I I I would say that to clients, you know. I don't, I don't kind of believe in sort of waltzing in, you know, madman style with my with my boards and going here it is. I think you said today, know? like with a cape at some <laughs> point. I really like the I really like the visual of you like Doyle man with this like <laughs> flying in cape. Yeah, no, not flying in, just walking, walking in just really walking. confidently. Yeah. Just yeah, with the cape dragging on the with ground. The cape dragging on the ground. No, it, uh, yeah. Look, it, it was it was very challenging. I but I'm really excited about where we got to. You know, and as I said, I'm really excited to do it for you guys because I, I kind of really believe in the in the podcast. I think it's great. Um, but it, it's it's been, if I'm really really honest, which I think is important, it was it was been very challenging. You know, and mm. it's it's been a job that, even though it's been a job that we kind of have taken on as a as an investment to help you guys out as a pro bono kind of thing. Um. That aside, it's taken way longer than it should have. You know, we found it really, really challenging, and for a whole range of reasons. But um, it was something that kind of kept getting pushed out. And as I said today, well, not- that's, that's what pro bono. No, no. But as I said to you guys today, is we 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 would keep starting it and just not getting anywhere. And right. I think the I think there were a couple of kind of really clear turning points where things got more exciting, more interesting, and that was um, which we probably won't talk about now. They'll come around. They come out when they come out. But um, but it, it took a while, you know. Like it kind of. So what? So what was the what was the hard thing there? Well, there were a couple. I mean, there were some pure aesthetic challenges, as I mentioned today. Like I think um, you know the, the the name which we've talked about a lot. I think is great, and I think it's right. Uh, is a long name, you know. Like, like yeah. so, you, you kind of take these things on. I remember we talked about it. And I was like, yeah, have a crack at that. That'll be a piece of cake. And I'm thinking in my head. Easy radio station about design. We'll knock it out. It'll I be know. Fun. I know. I know the audience. Yeah, so, I know the. Yeah. I mean, you really, it's a dream job, right? You've done a podcast on design for designers. You know, you re- you kind of, it's it's the kind of dream job for a designer and a brand kind of person. And um, and then you kind of get in there and you go, that's ah, quite a long name. And then you you start <laughs> you, you start playing with stuff, right? You kind of start stacking the words Australian Design Radio, and you figure out that radio and design are almost the same size but not really which is just kind of annoying and then let's whack a really massive word with them as well so yeah just just as i said purely aesthetically it's it's quite difficult to kind of work with and then you kind of enter into your um into your adr monogram phase which you know to, as i said felt like years of just like kind of like iteration after iteration until i realized that they were just horrible letters to work with. you know like visually they i mean i don't know whether you guys have experienced that you saying it, it, it was a it, it's a tricky. It's a, it was a tricky thing to kind of construct, and as I said before, it didn't really get exciting until we kind of sort of stopped and completely inverted the way we were we were doing it. Um, which I was annoyed that we hadn't done earlier, to be honest. But um, I was just thinking that it's colonial England's fault that Australia is so long. That's yeah, that's not my fault. No, it's not, and you, it's not Matt's fault. No, but, but you I, guys, I did have something. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you go way back, I went to Ancestry.com. Oh, yeah. There's a photo of Matt. No, um, Irish, actually. Sorry. <laughs> hat salesman, by the way. Really? That's, how, that's why we came here. We were wow. selling hats. Yeah. Flynn. No. <laughs> God, that was... <laughs> Flynn, I'm Flynn. that one out, please. Yeah. <laughs> Tracy. 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 Well, they're both Irish names. So right. That's where it came from. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's why we came here. That's yeah. good, good save. Yeah. We, 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 we were doctors, but um, cheap doctors. Oh, yeah, so, so double E like is, is the expensive doctor, and EA is like well, the ones that couldn't afford the to spell e. properly. So yeah. What wow. about you? What about you? What's your history? I know we, we'll come Doyle. back to the we'll come back to the very well, Doyle's Irish, yeah. um, and the rest of it is a mystery. <laughs> no, I don't know. 
I yeah. should know. Um, Please tweet us what Doyle means. Yeah, if anybody knows the history of my family, <laughs> it will be alarming and creepy if you tweet it. <laughs> someone could do their history and like pay for the Ancestry.com. Like, they could. And then put it up and go, hey, I know all about your history. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> yeah, turn off my house with a big book. <laughs> how, um, how did we get onto that? Uh, I took us there right. poorly. Um, <laughs> but going back, going back to the brand, you're talking about you wish you had explored that area earlier. Do you think that you could have explored it earlier, earlier if you thought of it, or do you think that you went on an exhaustive process and because you didn't get to where you wanted to go, it forced you to? No, I think we just should have explored it earlier. Right. I think we just barked up the wrong tree. So if you could go back in time, absolutely, would have been a, yeah, a, a shorter way to get to where you got anyway. Absolutely, and right. I think, um, okay. yeah, and I'm not, I'm not kind of that embarrassed to admit it. I think it's just, I think you kind of get designers kind of get stuck on an idea sometimes or, or, a, or a way into something. And mm. if, and I'm the kind of designer that I get, if I get excited about a certain way of doing something or an idea or, or a treatment, if I can't solve it, you know, he's kind of like, you know that episode of The Simpsons where Homer's in quicksand and he's like, I just pull my feet out with my hands. And, then and my hands and my out hands. with my face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, that's my design process sometimes, basically. <laughs> you kind of, Perfect. yeah. So, um. You know, and then you and, and and you kind of have to step back occasionally, you know. And I and 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 we didn't, and we just yeah, we didn't do it soon enough, basically. So um, it all sort of turns around, I think, for the better, you know. But it's but I, you know, as I said, I haven't made that phone call in a long time, where you kind of have to ring somebody and say, I know this is due, but it's it's just <laughs> not, it's just not there, you know. And I guess it's you know, there's a luxury of me knowing you guys quite well and it being a pro bono job is there's a bit of flexibility there. I think I think I think from our side we were like, was it you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd forgotten we'd even briefed that. It's been four years. Um, no, I think, you know, with clients and this is this is the fear, right? That you kinda you things are due. Things are due at certain times, right. you know, and you get paid to do stuff and you and you have to come back with something at a certain point. You know, and I I I remember saying to Josie at work probably a month ago, which is when I emailed you and I thought we were kinda on the right track. I was like, right, I'm gonna email Flynn and Matt and set a presentation date because that if I don't, we'll still be talking about this in three months, you know. So, it kind <laughs> right. of puts it in the diary to go, you have to be finished by here. So, but I think you said that you had you were in a territory that you were Oh, we were. No, we yeah. were by then. We were. So, I just, it wasn't like you would like, no, no, I'm no. lost. The way I'm going to solve this is by no, the deadline. No, no, God, no. Okay. <laughs> Shit, no. I wouldn't okay. have sent the email. Really roll the dice and hope I discover this in the next three weeks. No, no. We were, we were in a space that we were excited about. And, right. um... And we still are. I, I think one of the biggest challenges has been, you know, that this is a this is essentially audio. You know, you, you guys don't have a lot of touch points. You don't. The brand doesn't live in many spaces. It's, you know, and as we talk today, it's 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 very much a a verbal kind of brand that is predominantly for people that deal with visuals most of the time. You know, mm. so there's a really nice kind of you know, inversion happening there. And I think once we kind of started thinking about that, it got really, really interesting. You know, you're talking to designers too. I mean, it doesn't matter what we're going to do. I'm going to get my, I'm going to get my eyeballs ripped out as well when it comes out, you know, so. <laughs> well, you, yeah, well, I think, I think you touched on it, something that I think Mentally Friendly touched on like five and a half years ago, five years ago mm. or something when they were talking about. See, that's how, like, that's this how is futuristic for- I am. I'm talking about stuff they talked about five years ago. <laughs> well, no, no, just to, just to say, this is about Was branding. it John? Bloody prick, was it? It's Nick. Yeah, Nick. Um, but it was just about branding. They just said, this is for designers. It cannot be over-designed. <laughs> because you're, you're, yeah. you can't get them all. Yeah. You cannot get everybody. It has to be, it has to be paired back. Yeah. Mm. Because they're going to hate it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They are going to hate it. Everyone's going to hate it. That's, really a, like that's it. a nice segue to awards. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of design industry. I'm holding right? an award right now. Yeah. So, yeah. you and Ian did the 
What do you call it? The hosting of the Agda Awards? Yeah, well, emceeing is probably the hosting is the more sophisticated way to say right. it. But we basically <laughs> were the emcees, but that makes it sound like a wedding, so um, <laughs> which it was in some ways. But it's um, <laughs> some, some um, dirty jokes about that. Well, not many dirty jokes. I, mate, you know what's amazing? Like I, anyone who is kind of listening to this went to those awards. They were they were a lot of fun. Um, and it was interesting because Ian and I, I've done quite a lot of that stuff myself and I've never done it in partnership with somebody. And mm. it was kind of proposed to Ian and I that we do it. Um, I'd done it in Melbourne, I think, four years earlier or something like that. And it was kind of suggested because it was back in Sydney that I would do it. And I think I think Chris Laws was said, well, you, should, you and Ian should do it. And I was like, my God, that's an amazing idea. Mm. And I sort of proposed it to Ian. And Ian was very nervous. Excuse me. And he was said, God, I don't know about that. And I said, like, no, it'd be amazing. It'd be great. And, we, you know, we'll be together. It'd be fine. Blah, blah, blah. All this kind of stuff. And then I learned very quickly that Ian and I have very different ways of approaching these things. And, <sighs> I, and it's not a bad thing. But, it, you know, as I said, having never done it before in partnership or anything like that, you know, it's – and I assume this is what people do when they create content, you know, and, and performance-based stuff is that we kind of have to have – like brainstorms and workshops and I would normally just kind of get up and do a lot of this stuff off the cuff and we we kind of said okay let's catch up we'll talk about what's going to be bad we had all these brainstorms we talked to Mike Cassetto a bit about it and then then we kind of peeled away and did our own thing for a bit and we had this we had this meeting at this pub I'll never forget where we were like we were meant to both go away and think about ideas and, and copy and just some jokes and some territories and stuff like this as well kind of felt a little bit like Amy Poehler and um, and who's the other one Tina Fey like that was us kind of <laughs> pretending we were hosting some sort of amazing award show in America right. like what's our you know let's go away and write our gags you know and right. um, I came back with like five sentences on the page I was like I've got a joke about Vince Frost and a joke about Toke and Ian came back with this like scripted thing, right? That was like that was oh, wow. so funny. That was so so funny, and like kind of passed it across to me at the pub, and I'd read it, and I was like, "Man, this is all amazing," you know. And, and he, he had kind of like written the script of the whole thing, and it was just. And he said, "Look, that's just how I work." And it was just really interesting for me to kind of go, "Wow, that's not how I mm. would do it." I'd kind of get up and make it up on the spot. You know, and he had, and I said that to anyone that asked, that anyone that was there or kind of saw it and, and, and said it was funny. I was like, you know, 80% of that stuff was Ian kind of going away and writing it, you know. And it was just, mm. he's a he's a very good writer, you know, yeah, is, who yeah. happens to work in motion, basically. That's, you know, he's very good at that. But I think it's something a lot of people don't know about him. And um, anyone that's kind of heard him speak knows he can be very entertaining, but he's he's a very good writer and very funny writer. So, yeah, it was an interesting process. And and then we kind of had it on a, you know, we had it on an iPad. It was, it was kind of, it felt like an award show where we were kind of like reeling through these games. <laughs> and the winner but, is. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, yeah, it was quite, it was, it was good fun. It, it was, yeah, I kind of enjoy those things. I'm quite, I'm sort of comfortable in that space, but um, just not as funny as Ian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember, I'm, I'm remembering now that you did those videos leading up to it. Yes. That was funny. That was good fun. That crap. Yeah, but they kind of backfired as well. Like we were going to go and break into all these studios unannounced and, and we only really did it to Frost and he wasn't there. So it was like But that's super that made it so funny. That was underrated, yeah. man. I, thought, I found that so funny. Um, so, it's just a very short clip. If you haven't seen it, maybe we can put it in the show notes or something. And it's like... Buzzed the door and just went, yeah, we're here to see Vince Frost. Like, who is it? Yeah. in hey. What I, I love, sorry, just okay, to cut in, I love, I love the buzzer scenario in Sydney, right? You go to the kind of like dodgiest street, you know, everywhere. It's like, oh, we've got a buzzer for security. You could say you were Ronald Reagan. They're like, yeah, up you come. Doesn't matter. No one does it. Like, everyone's like, yeah, we've got a buzzer. The building's very secure. You press the buzzer. 
Who do you see? Ben, here to see Vince Ross. Who is it? Chris Dale. Okay, come up. He wasn't even there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the woman was really nice. I'm like, what's the point of the buzzer? Just let me in. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well just, yeah, just have no open door. the door. door. Anyway, she was very nice. But, he but that was funny, you know, kind of walked up there and was like, no, he's not here. Like, okay, cool. Great. <laughs> it's kind of it was a bust. But, but I like the fact that. Bust. It's like, all right, let's publish this. Yeah. Well, we didn't have we didn't have any choice. We didn't have any content, so we made it into the made it into the shorts. Um, but yeah, no, it was nice to see that stuff. It's nice to see stuff that isn't branding design from Chris Doyle. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, it's nice yeah. to see people and things happening. Yeah. It's nice to see you walk into Frost and have a joke. And, and look, I think yeah. everybody, you know, anybody, we, we the people there would have found it funny. Uh, yeah, it was good fun, and we, you know, we went to for the people and we spoke to Jason as well. And, they, and you know, everyone's just like, yes, of course, come in, let's do it. You know, and I, it was that whole experience um, of that award show and the kind of prep of it, and and Ian and my experience was that we generally have a kind of really friendly, quite cooperative design scene. You know, like yeah. I, like competitive, yes, I think, to a degree. Oh, yeah. But I, it's not an unfriendly or unwelcoming industry. Scene. I think I, I really do. And I think I think they really care about each other. I mean, like, obviously they go up against each other, yeah, in certain things. But I think I think everyone really cares about the work that is being produced and yeah, and and how the Australian industry is seen. Well, look, I, yeah, and I yeah. I just got um, a blog came out the other night. I don't know if you guys saw, which was really interesting. Which was why design? Did you guys see that? On- so, I, have, I have seen really it. Really nice. Yeah, it's really nice. It's run by some guys for a company called We Are Macho. Um, we Are Macho. Um, not macho as in tough, M-U-C-H-O. Um, oh. So, they have started this blog with a bunch of contributors, I think predominantly um, English designers and writers. And and it's it's really, really pared back, very, very simple. It's y.design, that's the URL. And it's basically ideas, very, very ideas-led design. Um a little kind of scrolling um, slideshow of work. And then the contributor who puts the work up has 80, 80 words, I think, to, to talk about and that's it. So you're talking very short paragraphs, slideshow, contributor's details and that's it. And and obviously, who are, you know, attributed to the studio that does the work. And um, and that's it. No comments, no, you know, none of that kind of stuff. And and, and I sort of, um, you know, retweeted it. I had a piece of work featured on there and I retweeted it and said, that's really nice. Thanks, blah, blah, blah. And didn't retweet though. So I wrote back to them and said, thanks. You know, I feel about retweets. Um, <laughs> and um, no, I wrote back to Rob and said, really nice to be featured on this great blog, blah, blah. And um, and he emailed me and said, do you, want to, you know, do you want to be a contributor? I said, yeah, sure. And we talked a bit in email. He said, look, it's got to be, you know, we really want to focus on design that is idea-led. We don't want any comments. We don't want people getting on there and having some debate around whether things were kerned properly mm. or they were, you know, cool, cool enough or whatever. Um, and we just want it to be a celebration of design that is that is complementary of our industry from each other to each other. And I thought Ooh, that was really nice. nice. Mm. And the other thing he threw into that email was that there's so much. He said there's so much work coming out of Australia that's really really good. We want it'd be great if you could actually be, you know, feeding that work up there for, as an Australian mm. designer. And and I think that's really really nice. I kind of think about that and go, okay, so people in England are seeing work you know, that people are doing over here and going, that's mm. great. People in America are seeing work and going, you know, you guys are doing good work. And that's, I think, you know, I think that's great. It's really interesting about that no comment thing, isn't it? Man, it's just, like, I'm so over it. You know, like I, I, I check brand new every day. Yeah. I, I, I do. I, I still think it's a, from I've a- I've never seen you comment. I don't comment. Yeah. Right? I never comment. From an article and review perspective, I think the site is fantastic. I think it's thorough. I think it's incredibly up to date, mm-hmm. and Armin's um, pretty on point. I think Armin is very on point. I think he rises above all the bullshit, and I yeah. think he's very fair, yeah. and he calls a spade a spade. Yep. And he, he's got to me, he injects the perfect amount of his own personal opinion into things, and otherwise, it's you know, it's very professionally reviewed. The comments 
I mean, it's just absurd. Yeah. You know, like it, it's you know, and I heard someone I heard someone say about the other day. I can't remember who it was. It referred to that stuff as something words to the effect of why do I need all the designers in the world to tell me whether or not I've done a good job. You know, like that's, mm-hmm. you know, without any background, without any any kind of history of the job or the project being across any of the meetings, any of the briefs, any of the budgets, I don't, really don't need some guy in Philadelphia to tell me that I chose the wrong typeface, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's true. It's not singling out our... Uh- Listeners in Philadelphia. Look, I, I have an issue with Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah, and we're, we're going to get to it. All right. Okay, we'll get to that before the end of the right, cool. No, look, I think uh, – so, yeah, I check that blog a lot, but I, I would never I, – I don't voluntarily submit to it anymore because I just – you just mm. – I mean, you just get chucking yourself into a lion's den, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Hoping you, to lose a foot. I can't remember who it was, and I want to I say Michael Beirut, but it could just be me just pulling out a name in my head. Um, was Good name to pull out. To- I attribute quite. You know, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yes. I attribute loads of quotes to Michael Beirut, and they're not him. <laughs> just really nice, famous quotes about design. <laughs> yeah, I just check. I just chuck up at Michael Beirut. Well, good. Well, anyway, so this famous designer could be so. No, but he, I, it was him or, or, or another prominent designer um, was asked about a recent rebrand yes. or something like that, and this was retweeted a whole bunch of times. And he said, "I'm I'm no longer commenting on new brand design." Wow. Yeah. Because he's like, I changed my mind. And yeah, seeing it in action and seeing what actually happens is yeah is different, and it made me stop and think yeah for a second because people go that local Sydney logo looks a you know for a grocery store looks a lot like the yeah Barcelona FC logo yeah. in a bad light yeah have you seen how the grid is three <laughs> by three they're like identical yeah. it's like dude they are completely and ridiculous. also even if they were close who gives a shit yes. like yeah. I had I had a I had a job for a, uh, a restaurant called Chintika Chill, right, about two years ago, a Malaysian restaurant run by Simon Go in Double Bay, and the identity was ripped off allegedly by a guy in uh, Spain for a museum or something like this, right? So, I woke up one morning to all of these tweets in Spanish that I couldn't understand. Right. All I could see was the logo reference and exclamation marks and rip off and theft and all that. I was, like trying, I was putting things into Google Translator trying to figure out what had happened. <laughs> Anyway, I had a guy eventually write to me and explain to me that this, someone had, had done this identity in, in for this very big cultural institution and and someone had kind of picked it up and gone, well, that's not that. You've ripped it off this guy's portfolio, which right. was my logo. And it was this massive storm for this guy. And I I just didn't care. Like, I, I, I think it's wrong if he did it, right? But right. I also kind of go... I'm not going to email him and have a crack at him. Like, if he's done the wrong thing, yeah. he knows he's done the wrong thing. What and is also, the if that you did out of curiosity? It was a... Uh, One it, that I would know. Uh, yeah, it was basically a kind of rectangular box, very sort of, um, I guess, uh, yeah, quite thick black lines. And it was a K on its side, so with the legs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, an upside-down C. The, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and the, the basically exact same logo. So, whether it's true or not, I just kind of thought, who cares? Like, like yeah. genuinely, who cares? And I, mm. Whether I don't know where I was tired that day or – but it's this whole thing of people go, as you said, oh, this restaurant in Sydney – Looks like this restaurant in London, and they might use the same typeface or something like that. It's just like really. Well, I always and scroll it, down on under consideration. And I'm like, where is it? Yeah, where is it? And someone's like, here it is. Yeah, reminds me of this logo from 1972 Olympics. <laughs> like, you know where I, th- you know where I think it matters. I think it matters if it's in the same territory, yeah. in the same industry. Mm. By you know, if there if there are obvious competing similarities, and and you know, sometimes really really distinct work does get ripped off, and I think that's awful. Like I I, I hate that and. Yeah. But I think that whole thing of like I've discovered some vague similarities, <laughs> you know, between something that happened in 1980 and now, it's just like, and? Yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah, but having said that, mm. 
if if that guy had ripped you off and he yes. was just looking for a nice easy way to like pick up a a quick logo and mm. and uh, make some easy cash, I think it's wrong. Yeah, but, I think. But, yeah, but that's not your job to do that. But I guess who whose job is it to point that out? That like, hey, ho- hold on. And I guess that is the comment section. And I'm yeah. I'm speaking from the other side because I hate the comment section. Yeah, so do I. But yeah. I guess it does need to be called out, doesn't it? It does need to be called out. I guess, to be honest, I, I was thinking two things. I'm thinking either he did it and I just thought he's probably copying enough shit as it is. I don't need to get involved. Yeah. And, and also, <laughs> right. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> it would have really impacted how I dealt with it. But two, if it was a coincidence, I'm just like, just leave the guy alone. Because like, yeah. I think that happens a lot. You know, like I think, oh, yeah. It, yeah. you know, and the simpler, I think there's a really interesting thing going on in branding at the moment is that, and 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 it's 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 kind of the Airbnb scenario, right? Yeah. Is that everybody wants their incredibly simple logo that shrinks down to a minute size, that lives in these tiny tiny sizes and is really really iconic, and they they want that mark. And and people know everyone knows Airbnb, not just designers but clients and the public. And it's you know it's one of those jobs, one of those massive rebrands that everyone's kind of gone great. I know that. I interact with that brand. I know the business. I use the business. It's one of those, it's really bled through everybody, right? And everybody wants that logo. Clients now kind of go, where's my really clever, incredibly small single line logo, right? And I did a job- Infinite logo. Infinite logo, right? And then I did a job a couple of months ago for a a company where I had this conversation where it started out being a little bit more complicated and it drilled down into this. He's like, no, no, it's got to be simple. It's got to be simple. It's got to be simple. And it drilled down to, into like an Airbnb style mark, nothing like an A, but for something else. And mm. the built out of a single line. And I just I remember thinking, this is interesting. We're in an interesting space here now because that Airbnb logo, you will find thousands of logos in existence that look vaguely like that logo. And it was a, it was a victim on under consideration. Of course, everything right. we just spoke about, <laughs> yeah, right? And, you, and hundreds of. But them. I. But yeah. this is the thing: clients are kind of asking for these scalable, tiny, thick-lined white marks. Right. Mm. The simpler those marks get, how long is it going to be before every single type of A or S or C has been drawn? You yeah, know, yeah. because you're yeah. reducing the amount of elements you can do in. You know, you can use. Down to kind of like okay, it's a triangle, and then someone's go, yeah, but I used a triangle two weeks ago for this bakery in Surrey Hills. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like it's not so. So okay, yeah. let's, let's we're going to run out of stuff because yeah, simple is the way that we generally go. You really want that simple kind of thing. I, I get it. I get we're why. Run out of, we're we're going to run out of simplicity, we're, we're, and we're all taught on the same fundamentals, the you know the basis of aesthetics and all that kind of stuff. And so let, let me throw it on his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolf Holland's obviously in the press at the moment for. Oh. <laughs> Metropolitan <laughs> Museum. Yep. I mean, because they got ripped apart this week, basically. Yeah. yeah. I – this is not me getting out of this conversation. I don't know <laughs> it. I haven't read enough about that logo to understand. Yeah, how Michael Beirut approach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nicely done. I think Michael Beirut once said, if you can't <laughs> comment on something positively, don't comment. No, um, no I, I honestly haven't read enough about it. I, I would – I'll be totally honest and say at face value I saw it and didn't like it. Yeah. And I, But I think this comes down again to just aesthetics, right? It comes down to me going – that doesn't really sit easily with me, you know. And I think, uh, you know, these are the people that designed the 2012 Olympics, you yep. know, which, again, I didn't like. Which worked, Over though, time, right? it's yeah. just like, man, that is memorable. But man, that's, that's brave, you know. I like mean, maybe, maybe, maybe we can't comment on anything for, like, a couple of years. Maybe it's, maybe it's more about application these days than it is about... Yeah, I think though, I think that's a big thing. I, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. I guess that's interesting though because that contradicts my whole Airbnb thing. People, people <laughs> right. kind of, no, it does because people kind of go, ah, application, how does it live? How does it live? How does it live? Where's it applied? How does it build? How does it grow? How does yeah. it animate? 
And then you go all the way back to that Airbnb logo. And that's the thing that someone on the news is going to have a crack about. That's the, that's the thing that someone's going to go, what, you paid that much money for that logo? So, you know, brand designers are running around going, oh, lo- you know, brand isn't a logo. Yeah, it's not. I, obviously, we all know that. But the public and 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 most clients still need us to drill down to that tiny little thing, yeah. you know. So yeah. maybe next time we just do like a dollar sign with the, the <laughs> little infinity, <laughs> infinite dollars. Yeah, that's going to be one new company. Um, or my rap name um, <laughs> um, with a Z, infinite dollars. That is infinite quite dollars. a good rap name. Yeah. What up? <laughs> um, just me showering money. Like, um, I think, yeah, so the Met thing is an interesting one. You know, in isolation, I was, I, it made me quite uncomfortable. But, yeah. but so did London 2012. <laughs> you know, I yeah. kind of, and I look, I, I'm a Wolf Islands fan, man. I just yeah. kind of, I, I, I think they're, I think they're brave to the point of, forgiveness basically on everything yeah. because I kind of go <laughs> no I do I kind of go you just got to let these guys do what they do because they re- to me they very rarely get it wrong yeah I mean that the whole 2012 thing was such an interesting thing I, I remember it's amazing piece I remember throwing it to students and yeah. saying okay let's critique this and yeah. they just ripped it apart and yeah. I saw all those students later on and we talked about it after 2012 after it the whole Olympics yeah yeah and Pretty much to like, they all loved it. To one, they were like, it, it worked. Yeah, I don't, totally. I don't know why. But the guy that it designed that, it was either the guy that designed it or the head of marketing. I can't remember who it was. Moved house, had to move house because of the abuse. Yeah, in really? London. Yeah, guy. I can't remember whether it was someone from Wolf Hollands or it was someone on. Did Michael Beirut say this? I'm pretty uh, sure Michael Beirut told me that. The- <laughs> oh, Michael, he, he probably didn't say any of these things. Look, he says I what we. I apologize. He says if what we said. He said. Does, <laughs> if anyone actually does their research, I'm sending this. Correct, please. I'm sending this <laughs> to Michael Beirut. <laughs> Egg Pistoyles house. <laughs> so, Nobody did. I don't know who it was, but he moved house. So that's that's yeah. that's amazing. So this brings up the problem of the awards, then. In yeah, my mind. It, yeah, yeah. It does. The, look, the awards thing is a tricky thing because I think the to jump from the brand new comments to the awards is a yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, it is. It's a, it's it's an interesting leap. Brand new yeah. needs its own awards. Brand new do. Oh, they do have awards. <laughs> they do have awards. They do? They, oh yeah, yeah, of course. I don't know if they do them anymore. Do they? I don't know. But the last one they did, um, I remember thinking, cool. <laughs> Gonna be pretty well branded. Huh? <laughs> it was awesome. Oh really? Sorry, I can't remember. So cool. They had these bags delivered. There's one thing that I do remember. Yeah, is they had these bags delivered and they were really boring. Mm. Um, and they had all this leftover paint when they painted stuff. So they like dip. Oh, they yeah. They dip the handles of the bags. Oh, right. Into the paint like all the night before. And there's all yeah. these photos of like their team like standing <laughs> holding, yeah. holding bags like upside down. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it took us about five minutes when we did this. And we did about, wow. and they did like 2,000 bags. Look cool. And it was just the handles. Yeah, right. And it just made the world of difference. Wow. Like, Man, that's someone that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Like, they weren't like, let's paint X's on them or yeah, try right. to do the logo. They just dipped yeah, in nice. and put it to the side. Dipped in and all of that. just beautiful. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's what I remember from that one. Yeah, right. So, awards. Awards. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, I don't know. How do we feel about awards? How do you guys feel about awards? We've, we've discussed with some other people on the mm. show, I think, the need for awards or the judging process as well. And yeah. Then, yeah, no, I, I think the need – so, the need for awards is in, in the world that we live in today with brand news and, and all sorts of other ways that you can bring a spotlight to what you've done. Yeah. Or someone else can bring a spotlight to what you've done. Do we need an award sort of situation, I guess? Yeah, I think uh, – yeah, I think we do, but probably not for the reason that – we used to and not not for the reason that most people kind of if they're really honest hunger for them and i think and and i think what it is is that when i when i started my first job i i knew nothing about awards because you don't you know when i was at university you obviously 
industry awards, you don't hear about them. There's mm. no reason you would. Um, I had only really kind of barely heard about Agda. And I remember getting – I remember when I was at work um, – at Saatchi's when I first started and Jules used to say to me, we said something about entering work into a ward, you know, a ward award. And um, and I didn't know how it worked. I'm like, how does this work? What are we, are we going to win something? What are our chances? How does it work? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and, and it was kind of made, you know, gently kind of clear to me <laughs> that, it's, that it's very tough, you know. And, yeah. and certainly on the advertising award side of things, it's, 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 it's very difficult sometimes, especially when you're, when you, you know, if you're a small studio or you don't have a lot of money to spend in lots of entries, there's all those kind of stuff that you could, it's probably something, a conversation for another time. But, but he, used to say, he said to me something that is, I think still rings true. He said, you just got to get in the book. And I never knew really kind of what that meant. And, mm-hmm. and, and what I learned kind of over that year or so is that winning an award itself in an award scheme, well, certainly in Australia, yeah, at the end of the day, people aren't really going to remember what you won. But to, to be catalogued as a piece of work in that piece of time in history suggests that your piece of work was, yep. you know, in, in a, within a group of other pieces of work that was yep. very, very good of high standard. And, you know, and I, and I think that's true. I, I think, I guess that's the thing, I don't really think it's about winning an award as much as it is being uh, documented as part of the history mm. of design, you know. And, we and don't I, really have that anymore, though, because I remember- No, like, we don't. In studios, it was like a whole wall of award books. Yeah. And- it's kind of where you went and you proved yeah. and stole. Well, we have blogs, you know. It's, you <laughs> know, and this is and this is the thing. Someone brand new. We got brand new, and someone would say, "Well, I don't, you know, I don't need to be documented as part of a as part of the history of design in Australia in 2012 or 2010 because I got blogged on this blog and this blog and this blog and this blog, and that's the history of my work." And I, yep. I, I, I'm really in two minds about that because I find. I don't disagree. Basically, I, I think I yeah. think it's all changed. You know, mm. I think I, I wonder whether students coming out of university now want to win Agda distinctions or pinnacles. I don't know if they do. I think mm. they want mm. seventy thousand Behance followers. You know, and I think they want. I think they want to get on brand new. I mean, heck, even did I say heck? I think you did. Yeah, it was weird. Let's roll with it. Expand on that. Well, when I grew up, when I was <laughs> um, uh, no, and I think even seasoned designers are kind of like, do you reckon we'll get on brand new? You know, this is yeah, a big thing yeah, now yeah. for people. It's like yeah. no one's walking around. Well, it's almost like a, uh, it's you validation. Can t- you can tell that people are pitching for it as well. Absolutely, like are of course. Like, let's put this together so it's perfect. For of course, case studies, videos, explanations, yeah. you know, mm. images, all that kind of stuff. And I think. You know, that's that's now when you finish a brand project. I think when the studios I've been in, like before I was on my own, that you that they kind of talk about, yeah, we can we gotta submit this to brand new. They they still talk about entering awards, but I think that's the older designers, to be honest. I think right. that's an older crowd. I don't mm. think the young design I think when they win one, all the young designers kind of get a bit of a taste for it. I mean everybody likes to win an award, mm-hmm. right? Anyway, mm-hmm. does says no, there's lying, right? So I think people still kind of once if they get one or they get a, a taste of it, it's kind of like, Yeah, this feels good. I've been validated, you know. And I just, I don't know. I think, I think the relevance of it has changed a little bit, but I still think it's an important. I don't know. I'm still hanging on to the importance of that documentation and celebration of design at that time. You know, yeah. I think whether it lives in a whether it lives in a, an app, you know, or whether it lives in a printed physical book, which Agda is still doing. I, I think it's important, less so about the awarding of it, and more around. You know, what this is a snapshot of what was the best work in the country at the time. So I do think they're important. But yeah. I think, but then I then I think about London Olympics. Mm. And that there's no way that was going to be in any book that year or the year after, because it was designed to be amazing later. Is that what yeah. you mean? And, yeah, and it's only in hindsight that we can look back and go, "Wow, that really worked." Well, and I think that's again to whoever said it before. It's a classic example of rollout being important. You yeah. know, that people kind of see a logo and go, "Oof," and then I as think, you say, I think Michael Beirut said it. I yeah. think it was Michael. <laughs> 
Mi- poor Michael. Poor Michael. He'll be fine. He's going to call in again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, no, it, it is. I mean, as you say, you kind of show a logo to students and show them a year after the Olympics are finished. And it's like, oh, my God, that was amazing. Look mm. at all those applications, you know. And I guess that comes down to almost like it's it's a different situation because something like the Olympics, is it was it, was it more important for it to be popular then or now? Mm. Because we're looking at it with Rose... The glasses, yeah, right? we're remembering we're like, a time. Hey, you know yeah. what? That was different, and different is good mm. because there's so much same. Well, I think that. But I think that should have been the attitude then. This is different, you know. But it wasn't at the time. At the time, for the, the general public. So, who's the audience? Is it designers later, or is it the general public? It's the general public, always the general public, right? I look like, what in terms of awards or in terms of just its general it's success. Just general, general. I think success, the I think yeah. the audience is the general public, of which some are graphic designers, you know. But I think yeah. that's. Mm. I think it felt really different, and I think it felt like. It didn't feel like a kind of swishy illustration of an athlete doing something with a flag, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Um, but you know what I mean? It, and, and, and for that reason, I kind of go, yeah, great. Yeah. You know, you divide opinion. And mm. years later, as you say, rose-tinted glasses. But that was an amazing time. That was amazingly executed. Well done. At the time, you just hope that a large portion of people said this is really visually interesting as well. But a lot of them didn't as well. So, we, Jessica Walsh came here recently. She did. Yeah. A week ago. Look, who picked who picked who up? I mean, <laughs> no, I did pick her up, um, and not in that way. I picked her up at an airport, which sounds even grosser. <laughs> That's worse. Um, just hang around. Just, yeah, I hang around airports. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I did. I met Jessica at Semi Permanent in New Zealand. Um, God, when was that? Six months ago, seven months ago, which was the best time. New Zealand rules. Oh, you guys been to New Where Zealand? Where was it? Mm. It was in Auckland. In Auckland. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I just Kiwis are weird, man. They're so great. Like they're just. It was yeah. just. They're just the most welcoming, friendly yeah. kind of. Uh, I don't know what it is. So like I, 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 I got to go over and do the um the first semi permanent over there. Yeah, right. And it was. Yeah, I remember on the plane we were just like we don't know how this is going to go, and it was just <laughs> and. And the kind of New Zealand crew just made it happen. Oh, they're it amazing! It just felt so, so like natural. Yeah, so. and look, I, you know, it's 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 interesting. I like sex, drugs, and Helvetica and AGID is a kind of I mean, analog digital sort of big Australian conferences that I've spoken at. Great, like great, all great crews. New Zealanders just have a different. It's a different twist on that kind of stuff, I think. But mm. um, but yeah, so she spoke there and we kind of met there briefly and hung out a little bit. So did Michael Beirut actually, which is where he's told me most of the stuff that we talked <laughs> oh, about. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so we've um, confirmation. Which, <laughs> we do have confirmation. He'll he'll deny it because he's that kind of guy. Sure. But um, uh, that was, a, that was sorry, as a side note, was like an amazing thing for me. I sent Michael Beirut a, a job application letter like 10 years ago oh, saying wow. I was coming, not a job application letter, like a letter saying I was visiting New York. Is this where you said, do I need to live in America? <laughs> <laughs> Folio review, not a job interview. Uh, how did it go? Uh, it went really well. I, I tried to put like a nice little idea into the letter. It was a, it was like a hand kind of sent letter. It wasn't an email. And uh, and he wrote back. He was amazing. He wrote back. We scheduled a meeting. It'd be, he moved it. And then I ended up going to New York and he wasn't there. So, we never actually got to kind of connect. And um, But we stayed in touch very sporadically. I would kind of harass him every couple of years and sort of reintroduce myself. He's like, I don't know, he's kind of a easily the kind of one of the smartest, cleverest designers, you know, yep. I think in, in, in design and working today. Um, and a super, super nice guy, like super down to earth. He's um, his his presentation that uh, was amazing and semi permanent. Designers will kind of uh, will 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 feel kind of good about this. So he would kind of get up and show um, 
he would kind of get up and show rejected concepts for things like for museums and galleries and stuff Great. like that. And it was amazing because he'd get up and go, this was the work and I was and I was certain it was right. And he would sort of march into the client. He's telling these stories about going in and going, this is it, we've solved it. And the artistic director or the or the marketing manager kind of going, eh, we don't love it. <laughs> and he would say, wait, 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 wait. I'll go and put it on an umbrella and a T-shirt and a water bowl. <laughs> and he'd go back and he'd come back next week and he'd go, here you go. We put it on some stuff. What do you reckon? Great, huh? Great. And they'd be like, eh. And he goes, wait, wait, wait. I'll put it on some banners. And it was, you know, it's what we do. Like, it's kind of, let's put it on some stuff. And and it, and then he kind of would realize, yes, it was wrong. You know, this is not the answer. But it, it was very, uh, it was kind of nice to hear somebody of that level and that kind of agent stage going through the same kind of crazy scenarios that we do um but yeah and 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 met jessica at the same time as well um it was just a like that's a fascinating life right like you know it, it having Je- jessica's life now yeah yeah because just, she's i mean she's still a designer she's a designer absolutely that's, a, that's a trade she's, yeah she's stepped over that kind of dividing line like she's she's known she's known in the artistic world yeah. as much as she's known yeah. in and Documentary worlds, and yeah. yeah, I'd say she's bordering very much, flirting very much with the side of art. Absolutely, without a doubt. And the interesting thing, and I think I didn't, I didn't get to go to the city, excuse me, talk. Um, but I think it was not dissimilar to the one that I saw in Auckland. I think with some with some shuffling and some changes. But the interesting thing about the, the her Auckland talk was that it was. It was dominated by art projects and personal projects, you know, mm. and 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 right. projects that were either either that she had done with with Timothy Goodman, her kind of partner in crime on that stuff, or that projects that her and Stefan had done in the studio, where they'd just gone, okay, we're going to do some crazy shit. Let's get a bunch of dogs and put hot air balloons under them, and you know, <laughs> like just weird stuff. And the <laughs> no dogs were harmed, <laughs> um, and it, it was fascinating to watch. And 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 I only remember one big. And I could be wrong. Um, I only really remember one big client project being in that talk. You know, whether this is some work we did for, um, I think it was for an energy company in America. But I remember thinking, there's like, man, you really, you guys have really kind of, and, and Stefan as well, I guess, to a degree, have really, have really managed to set up this kind of practice that allows them to experiment mm. and do all this crazy stuff, you know. And mm. it's, I'm jealous of that, you know. Like, I think, I think she is, she has sacrificed an enormous amount of, kind of obviously personal time and life to to make stuff you know like it's, it's i always remember when um when she when it was announced that they were going to be partners and she had kind of gone into business with him and all that kind of stuff to do all that promo and then I, th- I remember you could hear people like going what who the hell is she and then yep. you could hear people googling her going what the fuck like yeah. the body of yeah. work that preceded her even being a partner with Sagmaster was astonishing you right. know like i did the exact same thing everybody like- did man everyone's like who's she and you think about how young she would have been when she started doing that work. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of work there. It's like he, you know, here's why she. I've I've gone into partnership with her. So, yeah. yeah, it was interesting. And and I didn't, as I said, I didn't get to kind of hang out with her that much in Sydney. But um, it's a fascinating kind of model. I mean, this is mm. this is there's business generation in there as well. You know, like yeah. there's there's film deals, there's book writing. That's there's her becoming this. Famous she's an entrepreneur, person, right? She's absolutely, an entrepreneur. But like, in, of course, but and all these other incredible things mm. already mm. Um, that other people will never achieve and she's already achieved several of them. Yeah, it's frustrating. Caliber. I hate her. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> but she's the brand as well. Well, right? this is this is the interesting thing, right? And, and I, yeah, it is. She's, she is to me your classic personal brand. Like, yeah. you know, if she, you, if we, which is amazing because yeah. she's partnered with Sagmeister, who yes. again was probably one of the first ones Absolutely. for me that person became, as a brand became a brand. Absolutely, yeah. person as a brand, Sagmeister, very much. And Incredible. you know, like it, it's. Uh, I mean, I did work early on that was self promotional that I 
was certainly not graphically influenced by him, but I remember seeing him kind of going, man, you can put yourself in your work. That's really interesting. And I, you know, I've done that. Like, mm. and it's, and it's very interesting the impact that it has on people and how people receive it. And he's someone that's done it very, very well. And now she's doing it. And the fascinating thing is he did it and it had to be a poster that you found at a conference in, yeah. in California. She's doing it to hundreds of thousands of people on Instagram, you know. So, it's, it's, mm. it's just a, it's a different delivery. But mm. she is as out there and as in the work as he was definitely when I was seeing him early on. And to her credit, it is – it's it's same same but so different. Oh, very well. different. Like it's not like I'm going to do the same thing in a different space. No, it no, is no. She completely. That's, that's an interesting point. She doesn't really do what he does at all. No, and not what no, he even no. used to do. She does her own thing. So very, yeah, her credit. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I'm fascinated. I guess I'm always fascinated by these people who do that much work and who are that. I guess that out there mm. is is is. What does the rest of life look like? Like, it does it need to be all consuming? Does it need to be yeah. like a full time twenty four seven thing for her? Or and I have never, I haven't spoken to her about it. But or do, is there any downtime? You know, is there time in the studio? Is there? It's interesting, but she enjoys it. So seems to. Yeah, I was just saying it Ian the other day. Like this, the, the idea that we kind of enjoy what we do. I think we take for granted a lot of the time. You know, yeah. is that you kind of go, sure. oh god, we're here at ten o'clock at night once or twice a week. It's like, yeah, but man, imagine you hated your job. Yeah. yeah, like you guys. Just joking. <laughs> Just joking. Yeah. So, but talking about semi-permanent, so you met her there mm. and you're speaking at semi-permanent Sydney. I am, yes. Yes, let's plug semi-permanent Sydney because they rule. Um, I'm doing a really interesting thing, which- Hi, Murray. <laughs> Hi, Murray. What up? Um, I'm doing a really interesting thing, which is that Josie and I, uh, who's the designer that has started working with me, are going to talk about- um, I think Murray's billing it as Masters and Apprentices, which I'm really uncomfortable with, but I haven't told him that yet. Um, uh, uh, it's around, you just have. Yeah. We'll hey, Murray. Um, it's around mentors and, and mentees, yep. I think is the manatees, term. Manatees, I think. Is and manatees and mentors. Um, so, you know, this idea, I guess, is something that I've kind of been really vocal about and I've been quite lucky about to have to have mentors in my life and something I'm really conscious of kind of handing over to, to the right people, you know, when they come through the studio. So, I think he's keen to kind of explore what that – is about and mm. what the benefits of it are. So, yeah, should be fun. Fantastic. Good times. It's going to be awesome. We haven't got through about even a third of the things we wanted to Man, talk about. Man, this list I wrote was useless. <laughs> <laughs> it's bananas, yogurt, avocado. Yeah. <laughs> My shopping list is nowhere near that healthy. I'm like gummy bears, Kit Kat. Brought to you by Nestle. Um, that does take us to the end of this, show. this episode. I understand. Guys, maybe we'll have you back this time next year. I would like that. Who knows? Sure. We'll see how we go. Um, but yeah, this takes us to the end. So we'd like to thank you for listening to Australian Design Radio. So let's go around the table. Um, Matt, where can people find you? L-E-A-C-H-W-O-R-T-H at Twitter. 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 Uh, <laughs> Where can people find you? That was like a wrap. I got kind of put off. Where can people find me? Um, the best thing to do is just go to the website, I yeah. think, which is the studio website is ChristopherDoyle.co. Cool. cool. And that was recently redesigned was. by our friend Zan? It was. Well, built by Zan. Built by Zan. Yeah, absolutely. Built by Zan, yeah. which is a nice business name for Zan. I might pitch that to him. And when's your um, built, built by Zan? Zan that is quite Zan. nice, actually. Oh, that's when, how I credit him on the site, yeah. When's, when's your rap album coming out? That- Look, it's... it's it's probably six months away. I think at this stage there's some, there's some learning of the craft and uh, some enlisting of some producers. So it's, it's just a, what was Prima the name? Infinite Dollars. Infinite Dollars. <laughs> oh, my God. You can find me rapping at flintracy.com or um, on everything at flintracy. 
You can find this episode and more at aosdesignradio.simplecast.fm and you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at aosdesignradio. Thanks, everyone. See you, boys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>